Recently, I was talking with my mom, by the way, happy Mother's Day, mom. And uh, my mom was just looking at me and she just kind of said, I see it. And I said, what? And she goes, I see this resemblance of my father in you right now. Um, and I was like, are you sure it's not the, the, just the widow's peak that's starting? And she's, no, no. She goes, there are some of your, your features remind me of your grandfather, my father, really profoundly. And, and it was this moment where I was like, okay, that's, this is a good thing. Um, and I just had this flood of memories and some emotions. I think my mom did as well just of, of her father and of my grandfather. And, and I was remembering um, after his funeral, just gathering with my cousins and my brothers and sisters, and we were sharing stories of just about how both our grandparents made us all feel particularly loved, particularly special. And, and I think that we all believe that, that we were their favorite grandchild. And there was something very, very special, you know, about how, you know, that we were loved by them. And we were just talking about how some of the things that our, our grandfather would do that was unique to each one of us. We all had our own story. I share that because in the gospel today, when Jesus well, just before this, he's telling them that he's going to be leaving them. A little bit of a foreshadowing of his passion. And they're confused. And not just confused, their hearts are deeply troubled. Jesus and their relationship with them, I believe Jesus had like a, a unique relationship, which with each of the disciples. And each of the disciples felt and experienced uniquely and personally loved by Jesus. That Jesus had a way of affirming their goodness that really built them up. And now this, this thought that they might not be able to be with Jesus, that, that Jesus may be going somewhere where he, he reaches a point and he says, okay, this is where we part ways. Causes something of an anxiety attack, a panic attack in the disciples. And they, they want to know, where, where are you going? And for us this morning, just to reflect on those first words that Jesus says. Do not let your hearts be troubled. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. Those two phrases, I believe, are profoundly rich for us, an invitation for us to, to enter into. And just to take that in my father's house, there are many dwelling places. Jesus is speaking, obviously, you know, to in heaven. 
he is preparing a place for them that is unique to them. And I think it's also for us to reflect on that. This is true for all of us. And when we get to heaven, it's not going to be like just a generic common gathering of, you know, all the saints in heaven. Lost maybe in the sea of faces, we might think of ourselves. No, Jesus reveals in the gospel that he has prepared a unique place for us. A unique place for us to be loved by him, to experience uniquely being honored, loved, and cherished. But if it is true that God is eternal, and it is, and that this place that is prepared for us, that is uniquely ours in heaven, of being loved particularly by him, then it is true at this very moment right now. At this very moment right now, God looks upon you with great affection, great love. He knows you. Every hair on your head is counted. He knows your thoughts, your worries, your aspirations, your hopes, your dreams. He is attentive to all of it. Nothing Nothing is outside of his realm of awareness and what's going on inside of you. One of the movies I recommended in the last mini retreat session I did, session number four on forgiveness, I recommended the movie The Shack. And so a little bit of a spoiler alert coming here about the movie The Shack. The main character, his name is Mac. And... Mac has an incredible opportunity experience to spend a weekend with the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so his nickname for for God the Father is Papa. And there is this one scene, and several scenes actually, where in his conversations with Papa, Papa says, someone comes up in conversation, and Papa just says, oh, I am particularly fond of him, or I am particularly fond of her. And Max is at one point goes, is there anyone that you're not particularly fond of? Papa's like, no. But there's something really beautiful and deep and profound for us to be drawn into that truth that if my grandfather my grandmother for that matter, but, you know, but as, these, as, as a young child, was able to make all, I think there's maybe nine of us, grandchildren feel particularly loved, particularly special, particularly like I'm their favorite. If that was the experience of us as grandchildren, how much more so can our Heavenly Father and his infinite love for us. Have that in his heart and wanting us to experience it. This is a quote, it reminded me of a quote that I mentioned during the mini retreat and 
I just have to bring it back again because it's just so powerful. And it's a quote from Brennan Manning. And he says, if we took all the love of all the best mothers and the best fathers who ever lived, and we'll throw grandparents in there as well. And we, we, we took all their goodness, their fidelity, their wisdom, their tenderness, their strength and their love, and you united all of that in one single person. That that love and that one single person and all those qualities is but only a faint shadow of the furious love and mercy in the heart of God the Father addressed to you and to me at this very moment. The heart of God the Father. Jesus says, in my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. Where is is the Father's house? The Father's house is in Jesus' heart. That's where the Father dwells, is in Jesus' heart. We, we hear it unfolds in the gospel today, and we hear it throughout other points of the gospel, that Jesus says, I only say and do what the Father tells me to say and do. When Jesus is moved by compassion to heal someone, he's moved by the Father's compassion in his heart. Jesus says, I am, I am, if you see me, you see the Father. Not just a resemblance of the Father, but you are seeing the Father. And I love that because Philip's like, show us the Father and that will be good enough for us. And Jesus is like, have I been with you for so long and still you do not know? You're looking at him, you're seeing him. I think there is a, a great invitation for us to, to discover something profound today. And the gospel opens up to us that what, what the Father wants for you and for me is to experience what Jesus experienced. He, he invites us to be drawn into, into that gaze of love and affirmation of our goodness, profoundly which comes through our baptism. You know, in the moment of our baptism, our Heavenly Father sees in us a reflection of His Son. We resemble His Son, so He can't help but love us. But there's this also, as we grow in our relationship with Jesus, as He becomes more and more our our way, our truth, and our life, then then the Father, then Jesus will see in us resemblance of his Father because they look a lot alike, right? And I think that's the Christian life is just deepening uh, the experience, the truth that we are loved. We are loved by Jesus. We are loved by the Father unconditionally. And there's nothing we can do about it. But letting that love change us, letting that love heal us, letting that love transform us, Unless believing that we are loved in a very particular way, in a very unique way. 
Pray for the grace as we continue this Mass. We'll have an opportunity. We'll be making our spiritual communion. It's in that moment, or maybe you're going to be coming to the cathedral to receive communion right after. There is a real invitation, I believe, that in these, this moment of this prayer of communion with the Lord, that we, we share with the Lord what's going on in our heart. Are our hearts troubled right now? We need, we need to, to let ourselves be drawn in to the heart of Jesus. And in the heart of Jesus is the indwelling love of the Father. True love casts out all fear. True love casts out all worry, all anxiety. And, and the, the invitation is that we live out of and from the experience of love that Jesus had, that Jesus has. And letting that experience and that truth of being uniquely loved be the security that we live from and that we live for. And it restores for our hearts. It is a refuge for our hearts, a place to rest and the secure love of the Father and the Son in and through the Holy Spirit. Amen.